So what's up? Oh, you know, all sorts of stuff. Um, I'm going antiquing after this, which will be fun. Um, you know, just uh, it's a beautiful day out. Um, beautiful day to look at old shit. <laughs> yeah. I am realizing that my mic is very precariously positioned on my lap currently. Uh-huh. Um, will... I apologize for any technical difficulties you may be experiencing in the audience for this one. Uh, we're doing, we're running this one a little raw. Uh, let me, let me, uh, so Neve and I are going to, we are, I, we are currently at her parents' house, her childhood home in Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Um, we drove here last night. It was six hours. <laughs> uh, we then, uh, Got we're 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 here for two days. Neve's parents already left for Maine, but um tomorrow Neve and I will go to their uh place where they go every year for a week in the around this time of year in Maine, uh and be there until Friday. At which point Neve and I will be driving down to New Jersey so that on Saturday. Uh, we can see Straight Late Manifesto playing at the Stone Pony in Asbury Park. And by the time you're hearing this, all of this transpired, has already <laughs> transpired, which is very fascinating. Like, by the time you hear this, I will be, like, recovering from having done uh, all of this uh, travel. Because I'm driving... This We have done the first of, like, three six-hour drives that we have to do. Yeah, yeah. God... Sorry, I'm very sorry about the microphone because it is literally just I I don't have a desk set up in here or anything. It's it's on my fucking lap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all good. Look, look. This is this is um, uh, we're the MacGyvers of podcasting. Yes, exactly. Uh, speaking of, I just realized that I need to uh, take a quick moment because I need to sign up for shifts next week because there's now open signups for all the shifts of tutoring next week. Oh yeah, no worries. Let's see. And, okay, well, all the shifts have been taken, so I, I'm working six hours next week. Well, yeah. Oh, well, I'll be able to get partial unemployment because they can't give me enough hours, and then I've got a real job-ish starting up in July. Right on, right on, right on. You gotta <sighs> love a real job. Yeah, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, yeah, uh, uh, gig economy is, I don't like it. I'm not no. a fan. No, no. I I got this job like according to the interviews that I t- that I did. I got this job on May twelfth. Sure. Uh, you may be noticing that uh, the time by the time you're hearing this episode, uh, it is June twenty sixth. Yes. Uh, and my first day of work is June nineteenth. Uh, yeah. which is a fascinating amount of time uh, gap between. Starting a job and, and uh, actually starting a job. Right, right. Yeah. The closest I've ever gotten to, like, gig economy kind of stuff was, uh, like, contract work, you know, short-scale mm-hmm. yeah, contract I've done work. Yeah, I've done that, too. Yeah. Right, right, right. Which, I mean, is, like, <laughs> it feels about as precarious as, as employment should be allowed to get, you know? Yeah. <laughs> the fact that there's... We invented an even more precarious form of employment. Um, right, because like, at least with contract work, like most of the time it's like you're either working with someone within state lines or you are working with a single person across state lines and you have to handle that. And you do not have to deal with this like weird-ass boondoggle of like, okay, we are a decentralized employer. Our employees are spread out all across the country. So we have to be really fucking weird about this one. Yeah, and the other thing is like you're guaranteed the part of the contract and the contract work is that you're guaranteed work for an amount of time. It's very limited and you're not going to get any benefits, but at least you know you're going to have income for like a week, 
a month, you know? <laughs> yeah, the only reason I the only reason I know for a fu- the only reason I was able to I, I the only reason I was able to concretely lock down hours next week is because the new tutors got to sign up first this week. And mm. next week we sign up on Thursday and then the week after we sign up on Friday. So hopefully I'll have something. I don't fucking know. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, uh, tutor tutor.com, please come uh, study under me and learn some great shit about K through twelve mathematics. I'm gonna get fingerprinted for this shit too. I'm getting fingerprinted for a six hour a week job, and I mean I get it. I have to do it because I'm working with K through twelve. I'm not right. working with college students like I have been over the past year. Totally. Um, but also like, you're gonna make me get fucking fingerprinted for six hours of work. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, it does seem excessive. It does seem excessive. This, this is not. This is not me saying I should not be. Ha- I should not have to be fingerprinted for this. Uh, this is just me saying. If I'm going to get fingerprinted this, you should at least jerk me off about it. <laughs> like, make it worth your time. Yeah. Right, right. Like, come on. Put, give me give me 10 hours at least. If I'm, put, right. if I'm getting my if I'm getting my digits all inky, like, come right. on. Right. No, you're, that's absolutely correct. That's absolutely correct. Um, look, there's no justice in labor, but uh, there is justice nope. in podcasting. <laughs> there's justice There's justice in a little town of Stepford. Yes, there, there certainly is. So, um, yeah, why don't we get into it? Yeah. everyone it's your number one don't worry darling podcast uh i'm i'm your host harry tomlinson or whatever the fuck his name is harry styles oh bless your heart that's so funny uh yeah nope that's you that's you that's you um uh oh i I, i'm american you can tell because i'm doing a great american accent oh god um don't worry, Dar. So I'm Blair. Also, don't worry, yes. darling, is a movie that we have no reason to cover on this the show. But um, I want to. It. I have so many things to say about that film. It made me insane. It made me absolutely insane. Cause just remake like, I. Uh, anyway. Um, the the thing the thing is that like that and the 2004 Stepford Wives uh really poisoned the well on this like concept for sure. me as a because I was like okay. This must just be like a kind of rote concept if both these movies have based themselves on it and not been very good. <clears throat> right. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, no, I just kind of was like, well, they made two bad movies and they've never done that for a movie that was like good at the start. Like, you know, the the, the Friday the 13th or Halloween sequels don't exist at all. Right. Uh, but I was just like, yeah, okay, I guess they just don't know how to make a good one of those. Yeah. Fucked up. Uh, so I kind of had low expectations going into this one. No, for sure. Um, the only reason I was like, somewhat optimistic is because it was originally like it was based off a book originally so there was like a a source material that you know um 
I don't know, was the first to come. Like, and like, so, yeah. I did. A, I was doing a bit of research about this one also because I was like, um, and learning that uh, the guy who wrote it, Ira Levin, I believe mm-hmm. is his name, was yes. like a Jewish guy that was in part basing this off of like the conformity that he saw people adhering to. Like that, like a commentary on somewhat Holocaust times, like sure. that, that he would lived through. Because this was this movie was like out in seventy five, and I think the book was like seventy one. I want to yeah. say, yeah, it was like seventy two, seventy one. Yeah, Le- yeah Levin's old that. enough to have Levin's old enough to have lived through that, right? Absolutely. Um, and that kind of made a lot more of it click in my head. I think as to why this one was good and yeah. not bad. Like the uh, like the, uh, is it is it is it Nicole Kidman in the uh, yes, it is. It is indeed yeah. Nicole Kidman. Her her. Her big smiling face is right on the cover, so. <laughs> it's, uh, um, no, I've never seen, the, I never saw the 2004 one, and I was It was just... one of those movies that played on FX all the time, which is so sure. weird, because, like, FX's movies were, like, it was, like, you know, Cradle to the Grave, uh, Triple X, yeah. uh, 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 you know, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, just, like, kind of, like, kind of, like, dad dude action movies. For sure, for sure. Yeah, but this, but I guess I, from what I gather from the vibes of how you're describing it, I guess the the 2004 Stepford Wives is like sort of like here's a feminist black comedy dudes will like you know <laughs> it, yeah it's, it's it's a black comedy yeah, yeah it's it's, yeah. it's 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 I don't know it's <clears throat> this if this if that movie if this if this movie 1975 had been made verbatim in 2004 the commentary would have been very just roll your eyes of course stuff right right but right. like. Instead of, like, adapting to that, they just kind of did bad comedy, from what I can recall. It's been a long time since I've seen what what of it I have seen. But. Sure, sure. But, yeah, but instead we watched the original, the 1975 version of The Stepford Wives. And yep. while, like, definitely more into the sort of, like, horror elements, I was, like... I mean, and not that, not that like surprised because it like was listed as a satire in a way, you right? Know? Right, but, right. Like, but it's 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 very satire that is lacking a lot of comedic elements, right? If that makes any sense, like it's it's it's, it's commentary, com- much more commentary than it is like you know up and down like jokey joke satire, right? I would say like the di- like the dialogue writing is like has its like very funny moments, but it just reads as like charming character writing more than like. Mm-hmm. It's still, like, you're still supposed to be kind of, like, very unsettled by everything that's happening around you, not sort of just being like, oh, this is so silly and ridiculous and over-the-top and absurd, you know? This is so, co- this is so hashtag cottagecore. Right. It's, it's, it's way more like this. Is, there's something, like, kind of, I mean, not kind of existential, like, literally existential, existential, like, unsettling and scary about um, all the circumstance that's happening. Um, so I, I don't know. I was, I was so, I, I mean, you, you, you were like, this movie rocks. I watched it. I was like, this movie rocks. Um, I watched it again last night with my girlfriend. She was like, this movie rocks. This movie rocks, guys. This movie it just rocks. rocks. It just rocks. <laughs> um, like, it's not, it's not, the commentary is not anything that you have not heard before. Like, yes, the, the way, you know, men have like, you know, the men, men love like women that are subservient to them, of course. But it's like, I don't know. This was in 75. Um, it was like in the, cause like, you know, women's live, the women's live movement really started in earnest in like the sixties or so. Right. And right. so this is like, this has had like about 15 years of like pressure cooking. So like, again, not, not exactly like crazy on the cutting edge for this, but like there is a real bite to this that I was not anticipating. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like the men in this just get to be so unilaterally without a, without a, 
like without a without an asterisk. They get to be so unilaterally evil with no asterisk, yeah. and like there's no and it's just like men are the fucking worst and it's just like i i don't know it's hard to when you when you write a movie about men are the fucking worst in 2020 you get promising young woman um and god i I feel like i want to do a bonus episode on that one movie it's not a horror movie but i i watched it last year when i was uh prepping for a colonoscopy and it was the second worst thing that happened to me that day the only the only thing that was worse was the fact that i had to i spent two hours voiding my bowels while watching the movie on netflix on my switch yep yep yep, Uh, yep, well no on hulu on my switch because netflix doesn't have a fucking switch app because the switch is a fucking joke console for farts um (laughs) but yeah, no, this movie was just, like, I was very surprised at so much of it. And it's also just, like, really well put together on top of that. Like, um, yeah. uh, I cannot remember her name. Uh, the, the the lead actor. I, Paula Prentice is also, like, phenomenal in this. Like, she is... Yeah, Paula Prentice is great. Uh, Catherine Ross, I believe, is the lead. Yes, yes. that's the one. Yeah, Joanna. Mm-hmm. Um, she and she and Paula Prentice together just made me look... Made me so fucking, like, horny that it made me look stupid. Like, it's it's just... Because they're they're wearing such like their their outfits feel like almost like like they're wearing these like crop top like these tied off crop tops with like yeah. you know no bra and anything and it's like it's it's obviously like dolled up or like dr- uh, uh, drummed up a bit to counteract like like to be standing in opposition to like the extreme housewife fifties shit of the Stepford Wives right right absolutely. Um, but also, they just look really fucking good in it. They do. I, I, I'm in love with Paula Prentice's like octagonal or whatever glasses that she oh, has uh, at certain points in the movie. Yeah, yeah. No, the costume design. I mean, I was just, I was really, really, really like enjoying. Yeah, because it is, and it, it's so funny because like a lot of the 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 Stepford wives per se are like dressed very conservatively. Like they're not dressed in like '60s house dresses. They're like kind of in like all cover all like little frocks you know yeah. right right they're they're all they're all uh uh what, what the function they're all like june cleaver mm-hmm, like type mm-hmm. fits mm-hmm. it's 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 um and yet they all feel like it's very homogenized and yet they all feel like d- somewhat distinctly dressed which i was just very impressed by like they they like it is i have uh I have a very hard time identifying people just by faces. Sure. Uh, I I I don't think that I have propagandia, but like if I found out that I did, I'd be like, oh, that kind of makes sense, I guess. Sure, I don't know. Sure. Um, but it's it's very easy to like distinct to distinguish the characters despite the fact that they like like I, I don't know. They have very similar attire, and yet it is never really a question of like who is this person absolutely yeah i think there's styling there's just so much going on with the styling yeah yeah yeah. sets them apart yeah um yeah but we should we should get into it yeah let's get into it so like we 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 start in we start in the big apple new york city baby uh as as uh well actually no i I actually wrote a full synopsis for this i I wrote this out i was prepared ahead of time i just forgot about it because it's the bottom of my sheet (laughs) (laughs) so all right here we go here we go so Joanna Eberhardt and her husband, Walter, move with their kids from Da Big Apple to Stepford, Connecticut, where they move into a kitschy suburban community run in part by its men's association, of which Walter becomes a member shortly after they arrive. Joanna doesn't like said association's patriarchal grip on the town and tries to start a women's liberation chapter with her friend Bobby to little effect. 
They eventually find that most of the subservient women, the subservient housewives in the town, used to themselves be proponents of women's rights. And Joanna quickly finds herself without allies after Bobby's personality changes to match the other women in the community overnight. Joanna uncovers that all the women in town have been disposed of and replaced with the robots who performed the ideal wife duties. And when she confronts the men's association head, uh, Dr. Koba, he informs her that he is doing this because he can. And the movie ends with her ambiguously being replaced by a Stepford wife robot of her own. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it is. Um... Very glad that I wrote that out because stumbling through that would have been. Yeah, oh, yeah. Go me. Oh, absolutely. Me. No, Absolutely. Um, yeah, it is, and, and, like, the, 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 what I, what I thought was, like, so interesting, especially the second time I watched it was, um, I mean, I did notice it the first time, but it just became way more stark the second time, is, like, how aggressively noisy the opening in in New York City is, you know? Right, yeah, it's, like, it's, like, just so, like, loud and aggressive, and, like, you see, like, this, this, um... This this mannequin, the, like one of the things that really sticks out in this opening, because like what we get in this opening is mainly just like a long couple of like long shots of Joanna, like like saying her goodbyes to the place that she's lived forever, right. packing up her camera and everything, because you know she's a photographer. Yeah. Um. And there's this like there's this little scene with her and her kids, uh, where there's a guy carrying a uh, a man a woman a female mannequin across the street, and it's just. Uh, I didn't really click that until now that that is like uh, that that was with purpose. Yeah, yeah. To me, like I though I get it, but I was like I'm always watching for like little visual symbolism and shit because um, uh, I don't know. But I was like, I, 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 but it's like the thing is, it's like it, 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 it does, it does, it does make sense. But it's also like it's not like banging you over the head. It's just like something that is that I think is like believable to see in the setting as well. And it's mm. just sorting at, sort of adding to this chaos. I don't know. It is, it is, it's, it's, it's so, I was so immediately compelled by this movie the second I saw that. I was like, oh, this movie is going to make decisions I like, you know? Yeah. It's gonna, yeah. 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 The way it, you know, does its visual storytelling is I'm going to enjoy it. And uh, I totally did. And um, then, like, it, like, immediately, like, it, like, drops the noise out. And it, like, basically becomes, like, a fucking Simon and Garfunkel music video as they drive out to Stepford, where they're moving to. Yeah. And just, like, a complete, like, silencing of everything. Like, there, like that, that first scene is, like, so loud, like, both visually and auditorially. Mm-hmm. And then everything is so, like, wide open and, and, uh, kind of, like, there's just space, even in like the couple like the big party scenes. Yeah, like we we it just feels very open. Right. right. Um, it, and there is definitely like moments of like not even like non diegetic music playing in the background while the characters are not talking, but just like just silence, just complete silence. You know, um, uh, that were like it, it definitely stood out to me because it's just not something you're used to seeing a lot in film. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so. They're, they they move into this this idyllic little home in Stepford, which mm-hmm. is in like upstate New York or something, you know. Connecticut. Connecticut. Connecticut yeah. If yeah. it's yeah, absolutely, totally. Um, yeah. there the 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 there's like these movers that we see in town, and these are like the only like. Not counting Joanna, uh, these are like the only normal people that we see in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just because it's like a scene where Joanna's like, "Hey, you, you guys want some coffee or something?" And the movie's just like, eh, "I can't drink on the job unless it's beer," which is just oh a funny God. line. And it was, and also I will say, some of them like just have the 
you don't hear it all the time, but like the craziest sort of New England accent, be a, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not that yeah, crazy, he, he, but it's so charming. Um, he, he wants a, he wants a, an ice regular, uh-huh. strawberry frosted. <laughs> I should I should call Neven here and have her do, her do her mass whole accent. It's it's she she doesn't have it very strong except for when she is uh, driving or when she is talking shit about the Buffalo Bills. Oh yeah, classic, classic. Can I just get the uh, the 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 mass? Can I just can you just come over here and just like into the mic? Just give me give me with the 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 mass whole uh, uh, donkey order. Yeah, can I get an, uh, an ice regular and a <laughs> strawberry frosted? <laughs> Thank you, darling. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, special gu- special guest Neve. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and, and while like all the you say, uh, Worcester? <laughs> I I know how to say Worcester. Oh, <laughs> uh, not so. Uh, is this is she picking up on this? Oh, I need yeah, to make yeah, sure yeah. this is good audio. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. How do you how do you say Worcester? Worcester. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. All those extra letters are just for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah this is on your vowels is all wrong. <laughs> um, sometimes just to piss her off. Like we were driving last night. And we got we were getting in like eleven thirty. We passed Worcester, and I was just like, "Oh boy, we're almost there, Worcester." Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, the beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Asking her to pass the Worcester Shire, the Worcester Shire sauce. Mm-hmm. 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 Um. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah so like while all the movers are moving things in and like joanna is sort of supervising all of that um uh we meet Wal- carol van sant yeah walter is is yep like just fussing around in the backyard carol van sant comes in with a you know very she's moving like beeline very straight sort of like back upright and like with a with a casserole dish and um i don't know even if you know the twist at the end like Right. It has, it has to be crazy watching this, like, or for people who just had no idea what the twist at the end still is, you know? Right. Um, but like, I think it's also just like the the. Ex- I I really want to give a major props to like every actor in this movie because they play this so robotically and like really off putting. There's there's um. Like there are a couple of scenes when like the the robot ladies get like locked in dialogue loops, basically. Yeah. Um, and the way they just, like, keep walking around a scene and repeating their line feels so very much like a video game glitch. Like, like her just, like, like, her just doing the rest of her animations and playing them out and just, like, 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 her, her, like, her head is positioned wrong, but she is still, like, moving the way that she should. It's just really well, like, the, the physicality of the acting here is really good. I really loved how they played that. Totally, totally. Um, yeah, so we, this is our, just our first introduction, uh, to, like, that vibe yeah, um, and, and my, 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 my notes here uh, say it's going to be so hard not to talk about fetish content on this one, and then Carol has some evil pussy vibes, downright diabolical hole on that woman. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Absolutely. Every, every woman in this town has, like, the evilest pussy in the world. Oh, fully. Absolutely. And all the men are obsessed with them. Um, Ooh, actually, mm, what is that robo-pussy like? I mean, I'm sure it's, like optimized highly optimized you know i i i think i'm just very much imagining the idea of just like like a port for which you can put a flashlight in in the uh in the in the area just like just like just like uh, 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 uh that one's too full of cum let me, let me just let me just uh wipe this like rinse this off yeah yeah so yeah. and then like all right ah uh, drying it off and then just like Dude, totally. All right. yeah, absolutely. fucking time. Modular <laughs> pussy, hundred <laughs> percent. Exactly, exactly. 
Um, they were they're all they're all uh, uh, the, the Stepford the Stepford uh, Men's Association is very major proponents of neo vulvas in general. <laughs> uh, yeah, kind they, of definitely. They, they love they love they actually are very pro trans they're actually very pro trans women because they just want more women to make subservient. Yeah, well, yeah, it's like pff, why would we yeah why why be discriminatory? Right, more women to disrespect. Why would I stop that? They hate trans men. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, classic, classic. Um, yeah. It's, and then, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, no, it's because we, like, get to later that night, and, uh... It, this is so interesting, because, like, um, yeah, we get to that night, and, like, Wal- like Walter is going out to get the mail, or whatever, um, mm-hmm. and, and Ted, the, the husband, the Mr. Van Sant, like, like, they, they, like, see each other, and, like, the way that, like, Walter speaks with him suggests mm-hmm. that they, like, already know each other. Like, it's very yeah. casual, you know? Um... And which is very eerie. But, and, yeah, and and uh, Carol also sees Ted like feeling up his wife in the backyard. Yes, uh, and like talk, talks to Walter about it later. And Walter is wearing this fucking insane T-shirt. I don't know if you saw this—the fucking Papa Power shirt that he's rocking. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, it just looks like something his kids made him, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. kinda. Uh, it's just very funny to see that in uh, in the in the middle of this. You know what? It was so interesting about Walter's characterization is though, even though like. The f- uh, he's like in- immediately like a shithead, but not like a cartoonish shithead. Do you know what I mean? No, no, yeah. Right. Like there's like he he like um the thing that like really I think the thing that really sells me on Walter's character to me is that like um a scene a little bit later uh, when they're at the supermarket and there's that like little car crash that causes one of the robot ladies to go haywire. Um, uh, Joanna's like. I wait. The hospital's that way. They just went the other way though. And Walter's like, no, 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 no. The the hospital's. Oh no, you're right. The hospital is that way. Wait. What? That's very strange. Yeah. And it's just like a very, like, I, I very easy, very easy undercut in that scene to just immediately make Walter an unambiguous uh, bad guy who is like gaslighting his wife at every turn. I thought the same exact thing because I was for, I was like, to- I'm like, for sure he's just going to gaslight her. And then he like, doesn't. Yeah. I don't know what, what I read from Walter's character broadly is like, he's, he's like this sort of reticent misogynist. He wants to be so badly, but he feels like it's the wrong thing to do, but he's just looking for like the opportunity for it to be allowed, you know? Yeah. 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 Like it's, it's, and he, I think he plays up his regret, maybe even subconsciously, um, uh, in order to justify his own actions, you know? Right. Cause like, we don't really see Walter past a certain point in this movie, right? Like he, Like, after Joanna goes to the therapist, I don't think we see Walter again. Am I right? Uh, I don't, I don't believe so. No, no. Yeah, because, um, like, she, she goes to, she goes to the Koba, she goes yeah. to Dr. Koba's, like, facility, uh-huh. confronts him. We get that, like, that scary scene at the end of all the Stepford Wives shopping. And, like, we just don't see Walter. And, like, it's, it's, I think it's very easy to, to tell, to find out which side of this Walter is on. Because, like, I don't think that, I, I don't necessarily think that Walter is out here, like, wanting the roboticization of wise but i think he is also just into the like the everything that is afforded him by the men's association by living in stepford i don't necessarily think he's on board with kill my wife replace her with robot pussy but uh, uh, but he's also like not not he's like not against right it. exactly right yeah. exactly and i think it's a really i think it's a really really interesting like middle ground to put this character in and i think it would have really been easy to just make him unequivocally awful and i think that is just like because it's like 
the most most of the real world misogynists you meet are not like Andrew Tate types, just like going around saying women are dirt and awful and uh, they belong in the kitchen. It's, it, like and meaning it, like you know, you don't hear women belong in the kitchen like as a joke, like rattled right. off. But like that's the kind of like diet misogyny that uh, like Walter is representative of, and I think that's like. Yeah, you, you, it, the evil Walter, like the version of Walter that uh, Harry Styles is in Don't Worry Darling, from what I understand about that movie, at least yeah. I haven't fucking seen it yet because I'm not going to fucking watch Don't Worry Darling unless we do it on this podcast. For sure. Um, <clears throat> Like just the unequivocal evil of like, I don't know, I think one guy being unequivocally evil here is all that's needed and the rest of the guys are just kind of like uh, 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 going along with it. They, 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 Things feel wrong, but not wrong enough for them. To, things are good enough for them to not want to raise a stink. Right. I mean, you do, you, you see these degrees of people, of, of the, like, like Charmaine's husband. Is, yeah. Is, is, seems kind of almost gleeful about it, you know? Like he, right, yeah. And like he, he's all, like you get sort of these suggestions that Charmaine has always sort of, or like her, her husband has always sort of seen her as like a sex object because like right. one of the first things she mentions to the woman the women when they're like Charmaine is one of the other uh, uh, non like Stepfordized yeah at the start women. of the movie yeah uh, and um, uh, she's like oh yeah like uh, he even he's bought me a rubber suit you know like, a, a, like I I started. I started like hyperventilating at that. I was like, "Am I going to see her in this fucking rubber suit?" I wish. I, yeah. <clears throat> like all the women in this movie are hot in a way that like they make me feel like boomer dads felt watching Farrah Fawcett on Charlie's Angels. I imagine. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like just oh god. Yeah, I mean, especially Catherine Ross. I was just every time she was on screen, I was like, oh. She's just so beautiful in like that classic seventies way with the downturned eyes and everything. It's just yeah. yes. Uh, um, I, I, yeah, but like, yeah. And, and then like later when they're doing this sort of like, like faux women's association sort of thing. Um, one of the things Charmaine says is like, I don't think, I don't think my husband has ever loved me, you know? Yeah. He buys me things and that's great. So like, that's why I'm like, it's, it's a, it's a sweet deal. He's fine, but I don't think he's ever loved me. And, and, and then after she's been like, replaced basically he's so fucking and hit her 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 favorite her little tennis court which is something that she like was the first thing we were introduced to her yeah is yeah being torn up he's like gleefully smoking a like pipe while the while the like right he's fucking like pack watch r.i.p bozo gif yeah. that the, the dude's smoking a huge fucking cigar <laughs> so we, we do get things like that you know absolutely and then we get like we, we, we have like the, the just the sort of variety of men like you do you have like Claude who stutters and I think like feels emasculated by his own like uh speech impediment honestly and just doesn't mm-hmm. trust women to respect him as a man unless he has absolute control over them you know so, yeah so it's that kind of like like almost like pathetic misogyny in that way where it's like yeah. Right, it's like it's like that. That is the kind of misogyny to me that is like when I see someone with a "Let's Go Brandon" bumper sticker, I'm like, just fucking say "fuck Joe Biden." Why are you being a fucking? I thought you were like the hardcore. Uh, uh, I thought you were like a hardcore party. Stop being a fucking pussy. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, though I will say, uh, <laughs> um, "Let's Go Brandon" is maybe one of the funnier things that the right wing came up because oh, it's it's, it's it's hilarious. It's 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 basically this generation's thanks Obama. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, but, uh, uh, it's, 
I don't know. It's very interesting. And then, and then, yeah, like Walter is kind of in between these spaces. I don't know. He, he seems sort of like, like regretful that he, he, like he's not, I don't know. He seems conflicted. There's these moments of like intense conflict after his sort of like initiation meeting into the men's association. He's, he's alone late at night in the den and, Mm -hmm. and Joanna walks in on him and he's just like, like he's he he has this sort of like he just looks very um preoccupied and 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 not like particularly like like pleased about stuff and he's like no everything's fine and then he's like with like tears welling up in his eyes he's like Joanna you know I love you like right like you know this I I feel like I've really messed things up and um she's like yeah of course right obviously um uh, uh, and there's a there's a great to get us back on to get us back on track chronologically. There's oh, a really yeah, good totally. scene coming up that I uh, that that like plays into this where it's like the first time Walter comes home from a men's club from a men's association meeting. Um, Joanna is upset with him, and it like ties into the like overall. He's like she is like Walter. I don't feel like I have a decision in these things. Like yeah. you 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 asked me if I wanted to move, and then I found out that you had already been looking to sell the house. I found like you asked how do I feel about uh, Connecticut? How do I feel about this house? And then you I found out you had already put down a deposit. Uh, and then you asked me how you feel about this men's association, even though you have clearly already joined. Right. Right. Um, it's just very much like he is playing to the uh, idea of invo- of his wife being a person, but not actually doing it. Just like assuming that she will go along with him and be a robot about it and just be like, oh, yes, dear. Excellent. He, excellent decision. He like knows it's like the, the, the right thing to do. Um, right, because you can tell because the way that he's being so fucking sheepish about like joining the men's association when right. he's because he's like, yeah, they invited me and it's not like a big deal or anything, but it's like you know it's a men's only club and they're gonna change it in like six months or something. Uh, but and Joanna's just like, you joined the fucking club already, dude. Like, yeah. don't 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 come to me like this. It's like he's like embarrassed to be misogynist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, he's embarrassed to be a misogynist because he respects his wife too much, so she he needs her to be. A, a, a thing that she she he doesn't have right. to be, res, be respect or be embarrassed by you know she, this 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 mental issue cannot be solved this, this it's not a his issue it's not a him issue he just needs to make Joanna fit the paradigm that he has built in his head for the situation absolutely like she needs to she is the he, everything is set up for him he's got this you know this delightful like you know cottage core trad life mm-hmm. uh maybe not nah, trad's not i don't think this is is this i don't know is, is this like trad i i don't, I don't know my definition super it's well it's like suburban trad you know gotcha yeah. it's not catholic what trad normally has like a does, does trad normally have like a catholic tinge uh, to it or is these days it tends to um i i think it, it just like depends on how you're using it but certainly right. like these days it tends to um ugh. I don't know. But think- so no, he's like, he's got this like, he's got this like very nice traditional like rural, like suburban-ish life. He 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 has like, he, you know, he's got his club meeting with the boys. He goes to that fucking like, you you know that photo show that gets passed around Tumblr like that really poorly lit basement dad party photos. Yeah. It was like the guys like walking around like there's like a, like two, three two liters of Pepsi. And they're just sitting on hay and eating like yeah. like like cold cuts or whatever. Absolutely, absolutely. Like, he gets to do that, and the only thing that's really like stopping him from enjoying this is the guilt that he feels about Joanna. Right, and obviously the rest of his life can't be wrong. There's w- only one thing out of place and it's so much easier to change a single cog in the machine than it is to rebuild the machine. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, like- it's, 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 it's like he is not a turbo misogynist, but he also is. And he becomes one because due to through sunk cost fallacy in some way. Right. Right. Like 
yeah. <laughs> um, I fucking love this movie. I'm gonna go back and bump my rating on Letterboxd up by a half a star after we're done here. I think. <laughs> no, it is. It is because I think all these characterizations are so subtle. You know. Yeah. And 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 there's if there's one thing that I think this movie absolutely has, it's charisma. It's a very charismatic movie, and like all the 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 character writing is like so charismatic. In, and it's it's so in not a go on, sorry. way, you know? Yeah. 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 Like 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 you there is just like Charmaine, uh, Joanna and Bobby, who we meet shortly after, they they have like such incredible chemistry that is absolutely absent from any of their relationship with their respective husbands. Right, right. Like like the way that Joanna and Bobby bounce off of each other and then eventually Charmaine about like talks to them where it's like they are people, whereas like when Joanna talks to Walter, it's like hey, what ma- married we have a ma- we're married yeah we have a lot of issues very obviously here yeah uh but yeah i mean there's some like there's some interplay between them but it does feel like kind of like stilted and that yeah there's just, a wall yeah absolutely absolutely yeah even when they're making jokes they never find each other's jokes very funny you know right like there's like well i remember like in like the the one like uh joanna's talking about oh my god i saw ted van sant grabbing his wife's huge begongers in the garden yeah and he's like ah, oh, he just like makes some like ribald joke i don't remember what the fuck he says well, but he's, he's just, like, oh, and he's like, like hey. <laughs> Yeah, he, yeah, 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 yeah. And he goes to, like, grope her, and, like, oh, like this, you know, just being playful or whatever. And she's like, no, right. put your soapy hands away from me. Um, right. Right, right, right. Um, and it's, like, it, it's, like, it, it's one of these things that would be maybe charming in a different context, you know? Because it's, like, you think of, like, how he uprooted their own family. You know, you get it, right? It's it's just, yeah. it's, there is this sort of, there's no, there's very little playfulness between them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, because yeah. like it, 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 doesn't, it doesn't feel like a deterioration. Like they are not like they're not cold to each other at the start of the movie. But there is like a real like because we start this movie we start the movie with them moving, which is like an inherently stressful situation. Like Absolutely. I am I am warm and loving to Neve, but when we were like you know getting ready to go on this trip or like you know moving in or whatever, it's like there is there is just like there is a major stressor that I need to focus on that I cannot like like. I'm having to rely on our background chemistry that we have in order to, uh, you know. Absolutely. No, absolutely. Um, and, like, we never see them, like, operating as, like, a happy, you know, couple, I feel like. No, definitely not. Definitely not. If, whatever honeymoon period was between them is, is past. It's yeah. past. Um, it's also very funny to me how the kids are not character, how the kids are like not in this movie except as like a bargaining chip at the very end. This is not really a critique. It's just funny to me that like, oh yeah, that's right. They do have children. I kind of forget about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With um, their shitty fucking mullets. I know. I love how they're styled. They just look so crazy. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so so this is when we get Bobby. Bobby, uh, the, the, uh, this I wonder. I'm curious if this line is in the book because um, in the remake, Bobby is her surname is Markowitz, and she makes reference to that being her former line. Like she says, "Hi, I'm Bobby Marco," which is like uh, uh, uh it's like um, uptown for Markowitz or something. Just like making a and like in the books, there's also references to her possibly being Jewish. Sure, totally. Um, but they explicate it in the 2004 version and. I'm interested as to what that decision is. Because actually, now that I think about it, I was looking around and I remember seeing that, like, Bobby is not explicitly called... Ju- she is Bobby Marco in the books, but she, like, she makes a reference about... In the book, she makes a reference about, like, not being able to go to the church uh, or, yeah. like... Uh, she Like she says, you know, uh, you know upper middle class for Markowitz. You right, know, like a, right, right. Like a movement from, Mar- from, a, from a very clearly Jewish name to Marco, which is, uh, I don't know, like ambiguous as far as you know background goes totally totally absolutely yeah um 
and Paula and it's Paula Prentice. Paula Prentice, and she is just. Fu- I know we've talked about this to death. Makes me fucking crazy in this movie. Oh, and she just comes in and she's just this, I mean, absolutely. And I know this is obviously the intention, but she's just this ray of light that comes beaming down from the heavens as soon as she right, enters in. Right, like, literally, literally, like, her, her first scene is, like, Joanna is, like, chilling in an idyllic plane. And it's, like, the, the most, like, the most, like, serenely, like, positioned scene that we have had yet. And then Bobby, like, comes over the horizon and is like, are you Joanna? And then, like, they immediately make fast friends and then they go have, they go eat ring dings and drink scotch and um the bobby makes some reference about having to smuggle ring dings across state lines or something i mean i have no idea how tongue-in-cheek that line is but it just made me laugh as a concept uh it's they're just like yeah very fast friends and like you can you can just feel this sort of like continuous sigh of relief every time they're together because it's like finally someone who i feel like i can connect with on like a human level you know and i don't have to just like because all all the other women are just sort they kind of are like uh uh walking advertisements for for like yeah. household no, products yeah you know? no it feels so truman show it feels like it it's ex- like like i mean truman show very clearly based itself off of this in some capacity like you know you can see the skeleton the movie this movie skeleton a lot of stuff these days i mean obviously the stuff like the remake or don't worry darling um get out is also a very obvious comparison for sure uh, for, like very, get like it, jordan peele absolutely uh drew on this movie a whole hell of a lot for that totally totally um, um i think it's like I think, like, having seen Get Out in preparation, in, in advance of this, made me, like, so ready to accept Walter's, like, immediately being, like, get, he's gonna gaslight her, gonna be the worst husband. Like, I just I just fully expected him to be, like, the Rose Armitage of this movie. Sure, absolutely. Um, and him being that weird, like, grayer area than I anticipated. Like, clearly, obviously, still a bad fucking guy, but, like, he is not outright, downright evil the way that Rose is in, uh, in Get Out. Right, right. He's just more, like... In, in, in a way, in a way, it's more realistic the way he's evil, and that makes it a little bit f- feel more insidious, you know? Yeah. Yeah, he just seems yeah. like a guy, you know? <laughs> just kind of, just a low-key, normal-level shitty guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I know guys like this. Like, I've, I've worked with guys like this. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, um... And then, so, like, uh, the next scene basically is, is um, uh, Joanna in her darkroom when Walter calls and tells him that he's been... Uh, invited to the planning committee, and Ooh. if 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 the boys could come down to their place, and you know just like spin the wheels or whatever, um, and she's like she's uh, delighted. You can tell that like Joanna's like cool. Maybe these people have personality. Like I'm totally down. Yeah. I'm down to meet people. She um uh is dressed up in this uh, like just really lovely low effort dress, like you know, low effort in like a in a in a like a stylish way you know it's just this um like salmon toned like long oh she looks so good um it's classic and um yeah they have this sort of like gathering of the minds um oh my god the creepiest scene one of the creepiest scenes to me is when yes the the this this gray-haired gentleman uh uh going by diz or whatever because he used to work at disney diz coba yeah um uh it, like it's just looming watching her as she's like making tea for another uh, another um uh man in the other room and he she turns around and he's like she's like oh do you like need anything and she's he's like i like to watch just cut, like oh my god not even like shading it at all i i like to watch 
women do their little household chores or whatever. And she's, yeah. without missing a beat, totally unimpressed by the man. Not even intimidated a little bit. It's just like, well, you came to the right town for that. Which I just, yeah. like, she's just not afraid of or made nervous by men at all. She feels Not tot- the slightest. She feels totally confident in the face of them. She's like, there's nothing they can tell me that I haven't seen before, you know. Like, they're just guys. They're just men, and they're yeah. just as capable of being boring and and tedious as women are, you know? Yeah, right. yep. Which yeah. I, yeah, and it's, I don't know, I just, I it's it's an interesting character. It's, like, not an, that, it, I don't know. I, I liked it. I liked it. I thought it, like, brought a lot to, to the situation where it just it put her in stark contrast from everyone else, you know? Um, yeah. Um, the, the, there's, this, there's a line in here that makes me laugh, which is that, uh, Diz Koba is, like, a graduate of Disneyland, which is just a very funny thing to include in this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and she does, she's like, I don't believe you. And he's like, why? Because, and she says something to the effect of, like, you, it doesn't feel like you enjoy making people happy. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so she brings, um... Some, the T2 uh, Claude, who is, again, like I said, like a, the man with like a, a, a stutter. Um, yeah. And uh, the, the men just... He start... like presents her this book, right? Of like, here's a, here's a, I'm, I'm an accent freak. Here's yeah. a book to say all the words. Say yeah. all these words, please. Yeah, yeah. Um, and during the meeting, she's just bored to tears, um, like contributing here or there, but just as like, it's, it's completely dull. And I get it because it, they're just bitching and arguing. Um, right, right, right. This feels like this feels like a step up from like you know the college the the college business classes that are like you know pr- gross minus uh, expenses equals profits. Exactly, exactly. Um, uh, and she's just boredly finishing her drink. Meanwhile, we get cuts of this man uh, drawing her in like pencil, and it's it feels so threatening. Especially the score behind it obviously is trying to heighten the fact that it feels threatening. But as soon as she's like shown it, like. She's, like, very flattered, and I truly think the only reason that she's flattered is because she's also an artist, you know? She's a photographer, and she recognizes right. this man as an artist, you know, and respects him as an artist, and as, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah. so it's it's flattering that in that way, but, like, I think that is p- perhaps the only aspect. It is, I mean, it's obviously a very beautiful portrait of her. It looks just like her, and she's a gorgeous woman. Right, it's one of the, it's <laughs> one of the few moments that feel, like, it, it, it's a it's a sweet moment, but it also kind of feels like like uh, uh, an adult in the room beckoning to a child and being like, look, I drew you, or something. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it is very, uh, it, it's mildly patronizing in a way that's like, even though it is kind of like, it is the, like, the, the nicest thing that anyone really does for her in this movie. Right, right. Uh, but it's... Still got that undertone of like, oh, I'm just you're you're just something fun for me. You're just I'm just having a laugh here. Absolutely, absolutely. Like you're just something beautiful to look at. Yeah. Yeah. Like a still um, life, you know. But yeah. Yeah. We we go to the like uh we go to the our next scene during the day, which is uh I love this scene. It feels like the prisoner. Like did you have you seen the prisoner? I've not seen the prisoner, no. I've only seen part of it, but there's like this courtyard that features prominently in most of the episodes, and uh-huh. this just feels like ripped from that like I mean, I would be surprised if the prisoner was not. I don't remember which came first, but like if one may have been inspired by the other, or probably just pulling from similar sources or something. Totally. Uh, I think prisoner was first, but I it doesn't really matter. Um, but uh, uh God, uh, and then Bobby walks in. Bo- Bobby and Joanna walk onto the scene. Bobby's wearing like this fucking tied off crop. Right, because they're uh, at a party. They're at a party. Yeah, at, like, at someone's place. I don't think it's the Van Sands, but it might be. Um, yeah. 
But yeah, she's, oh my god, this beautiful, like, turquoise crop top tied off you at the waist, and she's just having a No ball. bra, just, 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 just swinging every fucking which way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, uh, Carol. One of the, one of the wives. Carol, Carol. Is it Carol? Yeah, yeah. it's Carol. She's, she, she got because into a car accident earlier, and she. Little was, fender bender. Yep. Um, uh, and she offers, uh, uh, them a drink, and they're eating hors d'oeuvres later, and she's just like, I'll just die if I don't get this recipe. And then she just sort of like wanders off. And then we yep. we, we follow her kind of just saying that. The scene is so good. To, to different groups of people. And yep. and then her, her husband sees her doing this and um, t- takes off his little like grilling apron, thrusts it on Walter and, is, yeah. and like grabs her by the arm and is like, why do you have to do this in public? Like, kind right, of like, like I can't like like again infantilizing like I can't take you fucking anywhere type exactly, shit. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Um, it's so funny. It's so interesting. Um, uh, and like leads her back inside. Uh, and and then later she's like the next scene after that is like her apologizing to Joanna and Bobby. Like oh, I'm so sorry. I used to have a drinking problem. That's why. Um, uh, Ted moved us back, moved us to the suburbs away from the city because she's, she's, she was, it, it was just the city that was doing this to me, you know, but like, I, I just wanted, I just didn't want you guys to get the wrong impression. I've already talked to Charmaine and they're like, why, why are you apologizing to us? Like, did the men put you up to this? And she's like, well, no, but they just, they just reconfirmed my feelings that are already existed. And every, like, it's, it's, you know, it's like, yeah, she's, she's, She's being forced to do our little humiliation routine, you know, yeah. for, for yeah. making a scene, if such a thing actually occurred, you know? Right. Right, right. Um, uh, I've seen some messy drugs before, you know, nothing quite like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, listen, like, messy drunks don't get into a fucking feedback loop with their with their conversation, op- with their dialogue options. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah, so that, that that is also just, like, highly off-putting to both of them. Um, yeah, um, and then th- this is this is when Joanna and Bobby are like, we should start a women's liberation chapter here. We should this 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 town fucking sucks. We need to the, the men have too much power. We got to fix this. Right. And they start like going door to door trying to like gather support. And all the women are like, oh, I'm just too busy baking. And th- there's the same where Joanna's like, well, don't, aren't you sort of upset with the archaic way that like this town is run? And the woman's like, archaic. Yeah. And she has to define it for her. you know. She's like out of date. Yep. She's like, oh, I don't, I don't li- really pay attention or care. Yeah, about and she says that. that she's like, oh, I'm too busy baking. And there's like this really fun like zoom out that just like reveals a table full of like baked goods. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the only woman who seems to bite at all is uh, is yeah the woman we mentioned before, Charmaine. They have yeah they have like drinks over the patio. She seems you know like you can just tell the difference because these the the women who are not Stepfordy are just like. So they, they're ca- life, you can you, know? you can you can see their calves yeah. also like well, that as well of course right <laughs> and they're they're out there doing things that enrich their life and don't just enrich the lives of those surrounding them you know um, and this is not to say that like uh, Joanna is even a particularly absent mother she she cares about her children you know and and the scenes that we have with them you know um, yeah yeah it's 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 I don't think Joanna is like a bad mother I think just the movie just kind of forgets that the kill that the kids exist no of course of course that's which is, you know but I think like it's like you know but what I'm I guess what I mean is like it's like it's not as if these women aren't also taking care of the of people surrounding them they're also just like 
you know, human beings with drives that don't necessarily have to do with, you know, like, yeah, Charmaine likes tennis, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's, 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 there's, um, there, there's, God, when, when, when Bobby and Joanna are like running around town trying to get their, uh, trying to like garner support, they like walk into a woman's house without knocking <gasps> yes. at one point. And she is just getting absolutely cummed in by her husband. It's, uh, it's so it's, crazy. How, it's also like the sex talk is like really weird. Like it's, it's, it's weird. It's off putting. She's like, oh, Oh Frank, you're the you're the greatest. You're the t- you're the ultimate. You're the champion. You're the master. Just like a bunch of like superlatives to lay upon him because that's the yeah. Listen, I I have never gotten dicked so good that I just like kept elevating the level. You know, like super, turbo, ultra, hyper, <laughs> <laughs> platinum. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this is some diamond league. Get, getting, getting, getting fucked, get, like getting fucked, and just like seeing like a fucking devil may cry, like like C B A S yes. double S triple S ranking pop up absolutely. next to me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. Ugh. But uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, we go to like the first meeting of the women's lib movement, right? Right. That's yeah, and it's, yeah. it's very. This is where we get a lot of silence, a lot of awkward long yes. silences, because Joanna's like, okay, so um, does anyone have any questions? Crickets. Does ever? Okay, does anyone want to start? And they're all just like staring at her, not menacingly, just like like they're awaiting input. Right, right, right. And just, yeah. And, and Charmaine's the first one to start, and she, yeah, she says that thing that we said, and then, yeah, her and Bobby and Joanna start talking, and then the other women join in, but it's all about how like their trials and tribulations with housework and joanna's like well I, you know i don't want to control the conversation too much but let, let's try to talk about other things other than housework because it's supposed to be this consciousness raising session you know they're supposed to be yeah she's, she was like you should be aware of the fact that um you're acting kind of insane right now you know <laughs> kind of, yeah. yeah and like it's, and they completely ignore her and just like turn into a it just turns into the fucking truman show about Absolutely. just like wow easy on whatever the fuck cleaning spray it's it's that good it, it, like there's this really funny line that uh, I, i'm trying to keep referencing i think you should leave but i keep rewatching it uh like there's this line where it feels like, like if i was if i ever become famous i'll advertise for them for no money ever i'll just i love their product that much mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. yeah yeah and it's just they're like well um, okay, that's, well, fine. All right, uh, see, uh, meeting minutes, uh, seem to be 9 o'clock, uh, started meeting, 9.02, advertisement for Easy On, 9.59, confirmed the meeting time for next week. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and um, we go to, we go to later at night, right, when, like, uh, Joanna's dog Fred has escaped, the little puppy whoopee. Yeah, yeah, um, and she gets scolded for walking alone at night, she's like, well, the reason why we moved out of the city so I could walk alone at night and he's like yeah but you still shouldn't um or you can do it with right. your husband but you shouldn't do it alone you know um, yeah uh and uh, cause she's walked on the property of something um and the, this is when this is when um god I, I forgot his name in my notes at this point Diz Koba yeah um I forgot my his name in, in my notes but I just I, I, I have him down as Dink Dunkel sure that works 
uh, he, he, um, we just see him, like, as soon as, like, Joanna, like, gets Fred and, like, leaves, we see, like, uh, Diz and, uh, Charmaine's husband, I believe, like, pulling out of some estate, and it's just very mysterious. Uh, Charmaine's husband is very sweaty. Yeah. Um, and this is, we find out later that this is, like, this is Charmaine, this is, like, the, 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 the evening of Charmaine's, uh, stepfordization. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, um we go to the next day, and there's just, the, the, the the way that this information is, con- this is very, uh, I-, I like this moment, but the way this information is conveyed is very, very funny. Yeah. Because, like, uh, Joanna and uh, jo- Joanna and Bobby are just, like, walking around town, and, like, this woman who we have never seen before in this movie, I'm pretty sure, like, she's, like, older. Like, I don't think she's Stepford Eye. She's just too old to be, like, anyone's, like, you know, stay-at-home housewife. She's just, like, some, like, 70-something walking around, like, in her power-walking shorts and a visor. Absolutely. Um, And she's like, great news! There's black people coming to town. She's like, do you think that's good and it's which is just means the awkward like most awkward half second before she's like well i think it's good well i don't know if i think it's good but i think it's 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 it makes sense we're the most progressive yeah. town and and blah 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 and they're like uh, are we and she's like yes we were the first one to get a chinese restaurant and it's like that's very nice they're both like that's very nice that you think that so yeah and then she's like yeah we also like a women's liberation chapter and they're just like where'd they all go and this is when we find out that all of the Stepford wives were a part of this women's liberation movement, like chapter that w- that existed out here. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they 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 talked to Carol about it, and she just like kind of like, oh, you know, it was just a flight of fancy, and I just I just didn't find you know whatever. I got bored with it, and I, I'm so yeah. over it now. I'm just too busy for that to even be thinking about that kind of stuff, you know. Um, and uh, they're, they're like, it just doesn't make sense because it just seems like a completely right. different type of woman. Uh, I very much like this movie, like, like setting up and then, like, immediately going away from the, oh, what if Joanna's insane uh, line? Because, like, Bobby is, like, maybe we're the crazy ones. And Joanna's just, like, don't fucking say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, they go to Charmaine like, again later. Well, yeah. Um, and, yeah, it's exactly that sort of, like, scene we talked about before where it's, like, she's just, like, she's comp- a completely different woman while yep. uh, her, her tennis court is, is being torn up gleefully or while her husband watches gleefully that her tennis court is being... And she's like, well, you know, I just want to make him happy now. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Ugh. And Bobby, Bobby is like, oh, okay, I think the water is poison. It's turning women into drones. Yeah. Uh, um, and they were like, Ugh. she was like, we just need to find a trustworthy chemist. And Joanna's like, well... I mean, I used to sleep with a trustworthy chemist. Uh, and she, Named Raymond Chandler. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, they were like, she was like, he was just so romantic or whatever. It was really lovely. And it just never, never happened. And I married Walter. Uh, Bobby, Bobby's reaction to this is very funny. It's like, oh, yeah, he uh, you must have left him because he was too busy writing the big sleep or something. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just, I, I, I don't know what the why this is in here i'm i this left me very confused because it's like obviously like, the chemist is not raymond chandler the, the joke is that he has the same name as the author raymond chandler yes yes um but it's just yeah. I, I am not the guy the guy who plays raymond is very because they go to his place and he's they go to like his lab and he's just like yeah i can very much confirm you've got water in your water and uh yeah and what he's is, charming what, he is charming and but the thing what i think is so interesting about this character is that like um, she's like, she's trying to go in like good, she do- doesn't want to reconnect, you know, like that's not the point why she's going. She's going cause she has concerns and he f- she feels she can trust this man. And yeah, I mean, she, he's like, he does kind of talk down to them still, you know, he's charming, but he still a little bit talks down to them. He's like, I don't know what you're looking for. Right. Um, I, he doesn't really take their concerns very seriously. Um, and, uh, uh. 
and neither neither does neither does um uh Walter in like the next couple of and and like the next because like we have the scene of like Bobby being like Bobby is like I'm never gonna be one of those fucking pan scrubbers. You will never catch me dead. You will catch me dead in the dirt before you find me with a pot with a pot and a scrubber in my hand. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but like some, and, something I want to highlight just like briefly from that like yes, kind of scene yes. is like uh uh they they they're making small talk about how they're very happily married now and then he like passes her a note basically later that says i'm not happy either and she just basically doesn't respond to it at all because she's like that's not why i came here you know she just feels like yeah and it's, it is that sort of thing where it's like it, i think what the movie is trying to tell you is like at least in 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 this like setting you know like men as if you're a woman, men only want things from you. You know, they don't want to. Have- right, and that's like the, that's the thing. Like the only people who believe uh, uh, Joanna in any capacity are like because it's like we we get to this therapist later on, and it's like the therapist doesn't like the therapist might not believe the exact how and why of what's happening, but she absolutely one hundred percent unequivocally believes that something is happening to Joanna, and her like earnest advice is. If you think, if you, I believe you, get the fuck out of, if it is that bad, get the fuck out of town. Pack up your stuff, pack up your kids, pack up the dog, go. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And, like, that is the, that's the only woman that we see Joanna interact with outside of the, and, like, the only, the other man, the other man that she interacts with that's not in Stepford is the uh, gallery owner, who is also very charming. Uh, I wrote his name down because I wanted to shout him out. Uh, uh, Rimac Ramsey. Yeah. Um. Cause she's like, uh, 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 she just heads off to New York city and is like, Hey, I gotta get my, I, I'm like, I, here's some photos. I want to get them into this exhibition. And the curator is like very, he's very charming, but he's getting, he's still talking down to her. Like he, she's not talking to him about the issues that are, right. uh, yeah. Yeah. No, totally. Uh, yeah. Like he doesn't trust, he, he trusts her to be good with cultivation, but not to be good inherently, you know? Yeah. She's like, he, yeah. Yeah. He, he almost respects her. Almost, right. Almost. Um, but yeah, so like... But then, yeah, Bob, Joanna gets back and right. Bobby has gotten got. Uh, she, she, her, one of her first lines is like, I'm going to Sylvia Plath myself if you don't compliment me. She literally says, I'm going to stick my head in the fucking oven if you don't tell me how cute this, this fit, this fit is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's in, it, it, because before they were just like, she was like freaking out and like, they're like, we have to move. And then like, and she's like, oh, but can you watch my like kids and my dog? for yeah. the weekend because me and my husband we do this every year and this is another thing it's like that's a that's like a romantic thing that couples do but it still doesn't mean that her husband doesn't want ultimate control over her do you know what i mean yes right yeah right. exactly like um and uh uh and and you know uh uh, uh joanna's also also talks to walter and he's shocking like like can we move and he shockingly agrees automat immediately he's like yeah we'll just shoot for august does that does august, august sound yeah. good to you um and probably because he knows that's just never never gonna happen you know it'll be too right. late by then um and yeah but yeah but then after after they come back from the weekend uh uh yeah um bobby is is completely different and um uh they they have this sort of confrontation scene almost where uh, uh she gets uh, no no I can't remember does she, Joanna like nicks herself right on purpose and says I bleed right or or maybe it's on accident I think this is this is later because I think this is like this is because we, we we get two scenes with Stepardized yes, Bobby that's right that's because right. this is the first scene where like Bobby has like completely changed and it's weird and it's 
like this, I, I, I can't say this from a vacuum because I have been exposed to this kind of content for a very, and I've sought out some of this kind of content, but this is very horny. <laughs> like the, the scene of her just like being a completely different per. It, it is like it, something about it just oozes like fetish content. Oh yeah. I mean, there's, it makes complete sense why there is, a, you know, a certain section of people very drawn to this sort of idea, you know? Yeah. Like, and, and, <laughs> yeah. And not, not even in like a loaded way, but just like, Ooh, sort of way you know <laughs> yeah no absolutely like you can be horny for stepfordization but you can also just kind of like be I, I think you can be into this without being like the kind of like like listen i am i'm absolutely pot calling the kettle black here but like stepfordization is kind of some weird freaky horny shit but you can still kind of be into these kind of concepts without being into the full bore like rewriting of someone's personality to be a different thing like there is absolutely. different st- sections of appeal for this i think absolutely and there's no surprise. It's not very surprising to me that this did caught that this, this did catch on and is now like a niche subculture. These fifty odd years later, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, Joanna is just horrified and yep. um, goes to Walter about it, who I believe suggests to for her to see a shrink, and she's just like, "I'm not crazy." But she does it anyway. You know, she takes the advice, yeah. and this is what we were talking about earlier, where she's. She's just trying, basically, like, trying to, I think the main reason why she saw the shrink is, like, maybe I can find someone who will fucking listen to me and give me actual advice as what to do here. Not because oh. I feel like I'm insane, but because I need, I need it out, you know? Right. Um, and that's right. essentially what she gets. Um, uh, but, uh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then she she returns, and we I, I was wrong earlier. We do see Walter one more time before the big climactic event at the end, because she returns home and her kids are missing, and right. Walter has hidden them. Yes, and she and Walter's like, "Hey, Joanna, it's fine. You're just being a little weird right now. I had to do the kids for 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 their safety and everything." And Joanna just like fucking runs and tries to go to Bobby about it, but again, Bobby has been stepfordized. Right, right. Um, she the the thing I, I fucking love this scene by the the reveal of the the uh the, this entire scene is like just top to bottom phenomenal like her going to Bobby's because she's like Bobby do you know what the fuck archaic means because she doesn't right. she did like two week two weeks ago maybe yeah and does not anymore and then we realize that the word list that Claude had provided it formed the basis of the speech that the new wives could have after they'd been Stepfordized right right. Of, of like, okay, these are the words that you will know. Yeah, exactly. And archaic was not among them. Absolutely. Um, and then she's like, she like, sl- she like slices her fingers like, I, Bobby, I bleed, do you? And Bobby just like immediately shifts into, oh, you cut yourself. Let me go get a bandage for it. And like, Joanna just stabs her in the tummy and Bobby does not react yeah, she just, at all. She, uh, she's it, just like, It comes out Aw. clean, no blood. Yeah, so she does not nope. bleed, you know? Um, if you prick her, she does not bleed. And she, no. And then we see her get stuck. This is the most feels like what you were describing earlier. Of this like, I fucking love this scene. Yeah, it's so good. Where Paula Prentice kills this. She's just like, um, she's just, I, I can't remember exactly what she says, but she just keeps like trying to make coffee and scooping and like dumping it on the floor and just like running into the, the wrong place and just like, you know. Right. Um, like she's all fucked up, you know? She's like, she, her, yeah. her wiring's been damaged, you know? Um, yeah. And, uh, 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 Joanna gets the hell out of Dodge, you know? She's, uh, yeah. uh, she's like, fuck this, fuck this, fuck this. Um, uh, she goes back home and attacks Walter with a fire poker. Yeah. 
This I, is the last time we see Walter. I keep forgetting how much he shows up in this movie. I, I, I really thought that he was just out of this movie for some reason earlier on. No, no. But, I, I mean, it's not like he's doing that much other than just kind of no. being, like, a piece of shit. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. He She goes, attacks her, and then she... Um, attacks him, attacks him. Oh, attacks him, I mean, yes, absolutely. Yeah. And, uh... uh I, I, she like goes to the, she go, she gets to go to the men's association yeah. and with her final conversation for Koba and she like goes yeah. and she hears her kids going she hears her kids calling mommy mommy and then she walks upstairs to the source of the voice and is just Diz in his in his you know Doctor Koba in his office alone with like one of those old like reel to reel sound things right right yep um, uh, just playing the voice of her kids and and essentially just like gives her the little rundown which is it's pretty brief it's just like well like we did this because we could and we wanted to and so we did you know right 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 like why be why because we can yeah like it it's just such a it's a i really love that like yeah. that is a phenomenal line Absolutely. just like chilling i'm like no it doesn't need like i don't need a grander design it's just you know i can i am a man i can do this this is within my man this my mandate of heaven includes the subservience of women around me absolutely yeah exactly and it's it's just not any more deep than that they're just they just don't think see women as fully fledged people so why should they be you know um right exactly right it's it's more convenient um, if they're not <laughs> right uh, he like takes the poker from her hands and then she screams and runs away and there's like this chase until she comes face to face with the uh, the Joanna doll, the her her replacement, the Stepford wife that she the that attack the, the her her Stepford wife. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it has completely black eyes. Uh, it's fucking it like it starts like walking very menacingly and like ro- kind of robotically towards Joanna, and she's wearing this like transparent like nighty this like slip little thing. You can just see everything. Completely sheer. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, and she's like she's like she like wraps this like I uh, like cloth or something around her hand a couple of times. And, like tightens and like just walks to the camera and we get this like freeze frame cut to black as she is like encompassing the entire frame and we hear Joanna scream and then we fade in on the supermarket the next day. I just love this last shot because it's I, I just think the camera work is so beautiful and like, yeah and, and it just does it because we we follow women all these housewives um uh, saying hello and greeting doing their to grocery each other shopping and swapping between them. You know, like as they greet each other and make like little meaningless small talk, and, and it's just the camera just follows us the entire time. At one point, we do see that black couple, uh, like arguing, lightly arguing in the supermarket. Yes. Um. Uh. Which was just a nice touch. You know, well, I mean, you know, just yeah, being consistent with like this. This doesn't Ooh. end. This doesn't end with Joanna. This keeps going. She's just she's she's just another drop in the bucket here. Um, right, right. In the original book, I was talking to my friend Aaron about this. Who um. Really loves this movie. Uh, I was talking to her about uh, the fact that there is, like, another couple that comes to Stepford after Joanna in the book. And, like, the movie didn't go into this because the movie's already at, like, a two-hour-ish runtime. And, like, I understand them not wanting to... Like, the narrative does feel very tight in this. Does, like, I think that add, I think that adding that extra couple would have been, like... Uh, it's just not. It's good for it would have, books, but not good for movies. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Right. It would. It would have been. I would have. I would have been very interested in how that played out. But I think it would have led the movie led to the movie feeling bloated and not quite as tight a narrative as it feels. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and then, and then eventually we just, yeah, we follow the camera until, like, it, we end up with Joanna, 
And right, it's like the camera, the camera, like the the camera, like starts on one woman who like says hi to another woman as she passes, and the camera like shifts its focus to that woman right. who says hi to another woman, and eventually that the woman says hi to Bobby, and the camera shifts to Bob, the focus shifts to Bobby, and then we get Bobby talking to Joanna, and uh, Joanna just kind of walks towards the screen, looks at the camera, and yeah, and movie, yeah, and roll credits. Um, just honestly, yeah, it's I think it is it is just. I loved this movie. I was just really blown yeah. away. Um, it makes me want to watch more shit from the 70s and, like, from the six, you know, just, like, old shit, you know? Um, because, like, I feel like there, it's easy to dis- discount, especially, like, adaptations that have been redone. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, there's, I don't know, this sort of recency bias almost. Uh, uh, Definitely. With that kind of thing. But, yeah, I don't know. It was It's a, a high, highly recommended film. I think everyone, like, would do well to uh, watch it. Because it's going to feel way less trite than you think it will. Because it really is not that heavy-handed. You know? No, it's not. It's it's got a very light touch. And, like, it's, it's a light... It, it is, like, just heavy enough to be the commentary that I think it is angling to be without just like smacking you over the head in it. And also just, uh, Catherine, Catherine, um, Ross, Catherine Ross, Catherine Ross. Yeah. Catherine Ross and Paula Prentice are just like, they're so good. They're so good. I mean, everyone's so good in this. There's really not like, in, yeah, yeah. There's really not like, the chemistry, but the chemistry between them is just like it, multiple lines in my notes. Just say Paula and Catherine, I need you to go fuck right now. Like you, you have too much chemistry to not be having sex. I know. Oh, and it was just, I was just like, they were just like, watching them interact and just have like how much like fun they were having with each other and just like the pure joy that was just this sort of like this sort of like spirit like i don't know like tension release it just like you could i don't know it just like it's such it does such a good job at manipulating your emotions to empathize to feel what joanna is feeling you know yeah yeah yeah. um just looking for a safe harbor at at, at every at like every point you know um yeah uh, yeah Highly good, highly good movie. Um, highly good movie. Uh, do we get any questions? We did. We got a couple from the Discord and one from Twitter. There might be two from Twitter. Hold on, that you you quote tweeted this, yes? I did quote tweet it, but I don't yeah. believe anyone replied to me from it. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Well, uh, Jasmine Marsh on Twitter at Pidmon asks: Ideal homes outside suburbia? Um. Uh, any really honestly, any home outside of suburbia is an ideal home. Yeah. Like I, I spent so much of my life living in suburbia because my parents like living in suburbia. Anywhere else, I fucking hate the suburbs. It's 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 it's. I I, I like yeah suburbs. I yes I mean honestly the thing is is about like especially more residential areas of some cities you get these really gorgeous houses and like you you don't need to move to the suburbs. I mean you don't need to move to the suburbs. <laughs> You don't. You don't need to move to the suburb. The thing is, like, like I live somewhere where I can walk down to the corner store and get a can of beans that I forgot to get when I went to the grocery to buy Absolutely. ingredients for dinner. Absolutely. If I wanted to do that when I lived in my parents' place back up in the suburbs, I would have had to either get in the car and drive for five minutes or walk half an hour. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Where, where the, this place is like a two-minute walk from my place tops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got a Target spitting distance. I mean, it's not a little corner store, but it's a Target that's spitting distance, you know? Right, right, exactly, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, um, it's, it's yeah. Another, no, go ahead. Yeah, don't move to the suburbs. Don't move to the suburbs. Uh, uh, PR the Disaster asks, what's the most marriageable fictional robot? Oh, wow. Uh, 
This is a great question. Um, you know, it really is. I'm actually gonna say I think I think C3PO is, is husband core. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, C3PO. Like the thing is, like I don't want to fuck C3PO. No, I'm not horny not. about the man. But like, as far as like as far as like wifeable robots, oh. C3PO is like number one wife. I, I want to see him. Yeah, he. Should, I want to see his funky ass in a little curly I, like apron. You know. Exactly. Yes, I want to <laughs> see him baking like a stupid little fruit cake. <laughs> Absolutely, exactly. No, I think that's prime. That's prime. Um, 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 I feel like I have, I feel like there's a fucking layup for this that I'm real, that I'm missing and I'm very sad about. Um, why can't I think of marriageable fictional, oh, um, uh, uh, Kai from the Guilty Gear series. Oh, I'll post, I'll post a gif of him so that you can see what this man looks like. Yeah. He's, he's, uh, there, here he is, here he is. I'm posting it in the bot channel in the in the server. Oh sure, sure, sure. Oh yeah, bot zone, bot zone, bot zone. Ooh, hello. Can we get to it? There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Oh yeah, I like absolutely. Him. I like him. I see it. I see it. I totally get it. <laughs> uh, last question: Which Disney animatronic would you be most willing to replace your partner with? Um, isn't it? So I don't know. This is not my answer, but isn't it crazy? Like, obviously, it did. But like they made an animatronic Trump, it's just insane. It's just insane. Is that the one? That, or is that the one where they had to like that looks really uh, uh, like Hillary because the the, the the running theories that they had to change at the last minute because they just expected Hillary to win? Yeah, I think so. Absolutely. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. Just make a new one, guys. Come on, it's not that bad. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, I the Papa Bear and the Country Bears Jamboree. Oh sure. Yeah, I would say I don't know that much. About I don't know too many Disney animatronics, but I do know that one. Yes, yes. You know what? I trust your judgment here because I know uh, less than you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool. All right. right uh, on. Recommendations. I got one if you need a sec. No, go ahead. Uh, my recommendation this week is going to be, it's a movie that I actually did not watch the entirety of because I had, I watched the first like hour and then I was like, uh, I'm not exactly packed enough to finish watching this movie right now. So I just like let it run and like came in and out of the room while I was finishing packing. But, um, I watched Shakespeare in Love yesterday. Um, I really, really liked it. Uh, it does have, um, Neve has a thing that when she watches anything that has, that is like based in history, she has a thing where like. She ha- she is really pulled out of it if a character knows if a character looks like they know what a printer is sure, sure. and like Gwyneth Paltrow before Gwyneth Paltrow before she starts like uh in like be- like becoming the most transgender character in in film history in in 1996 yeah um uh very much has that but then fucking Ben Affleck walks on the screen and like it doesn't matter that the iPhone had not will not would not be invented for 10 years after the filming of this movie Ben Affleck's character looks like not only does he know what an iPhone is he just finished doing a Google search on it like before he entered the scene yeah. every time he walks on he's, he's, but aside he's... from that yeah no go ahead uh, uh, aside from that it's a very very fun movie um I had a great time with it um the transsexual energy happening in that movie is unreal yeah. because like the, the the first the first like sex scene between uh between Joseph Fine and Gwyneth Paltrow is like he unbinds her breasts uh-huh. and it is like so sensual uh-huh. and it is like it's it's ugh. the 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 one fumble for that movie to me is that the movie did not end with 
Shakespeare playing Juliet and Gwyneth Paltrow's character playing Romeo. Mm -hmm. Like, I think the fact that I think the fact that they wound up Joseph Fine as Romeo, Gwyneth Paltrow as Juliet, that's a bit of a that's a bit of a like uh, you know at the, a fumble at the one yard line. But aside from that, absolutely delightful movie, phenomenal costuming. Mm -hmm. Like, I everybody in that movie looks fucking incredible. Yeah, uh, great movie. I loved it. It's a fun pick, absolutely. Um, yeah, my, my recommendation this week is, uh, a little, a little Amazon Prime original called Jury Duty that you've probably heard of, um, but if you have not, it's, the concept of it is, is basically, like, it's this, it's, it's like a, a fake, like, or mostly fake, uh, uh, like, uh, a reality TV about, like, jurors on jury duty, um, mm -hmm. everyone but one person is an actor. Um, <laughs> and you think, like, there's, like, I, 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 like, totally understand, like, how you would, like, like, if anyone's having this sort of thing, like, I think that's gonna be a little too cringy for me. Seems I don't want people pranking. Like, I don't like watching people getting pranked that much. Trust. Just trust. Just trust the show. Just trust the show to take care of you. It wants you to have a good time. It wants everyone to have a mm. good time. This show is, it's so funny. It's so funny. And they really did pick the perfect guy to be the non-actor. Um, I I just, I really can't recommend it enough. It is like the, the like best sort of realization of like, um, uh, what is the sort of like thing that this feels like? Like Joe Schmo sort of things where it's like, Everyone else is in on a joke except for one guy, but like, yeah, they're like, we love this guy who's not in on the joke, you know. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> trust, just trust. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, 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 that has been fear baiting. Um, you can uh, yeah. Check us out on Twitter at FearBaiting. Uh, thank you to uh, Matt GameCube for being the podfather of the Noisepace.xyz network, of which we are so gratefully a member of. Uh, thank you to Seda, uh, people you meet outside of bars, check go for our intro and outro music. Uh, go to GayGothVibes.online for more of their music. Uh, thank you to Neve, girlfriend of the me, for providing our great uh, Massachusetts accent for this episode. Absolutely. Uh, real, re she's got the real lived experience. Um <laughs> Yeah, I'm on Tom Chia Satanakis. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's all. Uh, Blair, thank you for the cover art. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, and doing some, like, a little audio editing. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you can find my funky ass on Twitter.com at Blair Kitsch. Um, and anywhere else you want to try to find me, go for it. Uh, try your best. Um, uh, I'm out there. I'm out in the world. Um, but, yeah, that's yep. about it, man. <laughs> that's about it. All right. Um. So, uh, yeah, until next week, um, I have been Blair. And I'm Sarah. Um, and remember. You can put a fucked up guy anywhere. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> All right. Good episode. <laughs>